Every day, the choices we make create our imprint, the mark we leave through our life and on the world. I'm Natalie Walton, and this podcast is for you if you want to make better decisions in your daily life, from how you create and run your home to building a meaningful business and life that you love. If you're interested in living more intentionally and responsibly, come join me and leading creatives, entrepreneurs, and experts every week. Together, let's create an imprint worth leaving. Before we start today's episode, I want to share with you something exciting that I've been working on. As you know, I'm a big believer in making our homes the best that they can be, whatever stage we're at on our journey. How we do this is central to my books, This is Home, The Art of Simple Living, and Still, The Slow Home. And so I've turned this 10 steps on how to make a home for my first book into an online workbook that you can apply to your own home. So if you'd really like to create a place that you can love today, then go to nataliewalton.com to receive this free workbook. I hope that you find it helpful and it sets you on the path to creating a home that you truly love. Just go to nataliewalton.com to download the free workbook. Okay, back to today's episode. Hello everyone, I hope that you're all well. Today I'm recording this episode while I'm in the very last days, hopefully fingers crossed, of finishing off the studio projects that I've been working on what feels like a very long time. There've been various delays due to COVID and a whole host of other reasons, but it's that final little push with this project. And so I thought I would create this episode for any of you who are perhaps working on something and you're just struggling to get to the finish line Uh, or perhaps you're a student in the course which has just started the design and decoration masterclass and you need some encouragement to get to that very last part so this episode is for you I think we all go through times when we just need that little bit of extra encouragement or support as we're trying to finish something off so I um I thought I would share this because I know when you start a project it's so easy at the very beginning to feel full of energy and be so excited to get started and it's very easy to kind of get through that initial stage where you're over brimming with ideas and inspiration and you can't wait to get stuck into it but over the course of a project so many different factors can play out and over time they can start to kind of wear you down a little bit and you can feel frustrated or maybe feel disappointed and go through a whole gamut of emotions and I know that right now we've kind of had a few different things that have happened and it's feeling a little bit frustrating that things haven't worked out quite as we would hope for various reasons. Of course we're resolving them and I know it will all come good in the end but that is just part of the process it is part of designing something it is part of trying to do something a little bit different it is also when you try and push yourself out of your comfort zones and do different ideas and experiment with new materials and different people that you're working with and so inevitably you know you are going to have teething problems And that is also when you grow. So it's good to kind of tap into that and realize that, you know, when you're going through this experience, that is when you're actually learning so much. So I'm trying to tell myself this and and you as well, in case you're going through this and, you know, you're feeling the the struggle of that. But it also reminded me of um, 
this principle called the Pareto principle, which I wanted to share with you today. And it's funny because it's, I, I had heard it from a friend who was going through a renovation a while ago. And it's this idea that 80% of the consequences come from 20% of the causes. And some other names for this principle are the 80-20 rule or the law of the vital few. And um, basically it was named after an Italian economist, Vilfredo Pareto, who he was studying about um, land and he noticed that in Italy, about 80% of the land was owned by 20% of the population. Now, a bit of time, you know, a few years later, well, quite a few years later, um, someone was studying this idea and they applied it to business management. And they said that often 40% of the sales come from 20% of the clients. And if you start to do some research, you see how often this principle plays out. And you do see it in so much of life that, you know, someone else I was reading about it, they were sort of saying that within your wardrobe, for instance, you probably wear out of your clothes, probably 20, you know, 80% of, sorry, 20% of your clothes, you wear 80% of the time. So it just keeps playing out over and over again. It's the same as what you might use, for instance, on your, your smartphone or other things within your home. You know, you just tend to use the same things over and over again. And certainly remember about, you know, the wealth being distributed with 20% of the, the population. Um, that was one of the things I remember learning at school. So it is this principle that plays out. It's like a universal principle that plays out time and time again. And I remember when my friend was going through a renovation and how she said that also though, it, you know, that first 80%, it goes through so quickly, but then that last 20%, requires so much effort to go through in a renovation. And it's like you need to use 80% of the effort to get that final 20% finished. And I can really relate to that right now. And it's interesting how it really shows up for me, this trying to get through to this very end point. I can get very creative in terms of my procrastination and I have noticed it um, popping up in my own life recently. And because when I hear people talk about procrastination, I always think I'm not a procrastinator. That's not something that I do because I always couch it in my own mind in very um, sort of, like I said, creative ways, but I feel like it's been productive in some way. So recently, or well, halfway through the renovation, I decided that we should, we had this one room that's supposed to be our walk-in robe and I decided that's it. We're going to um, turn this into a bedroom for my younger daughter because she didn't have a bedroom. She was getting upset about that because everyone was kind of kicking her out of her room or their rooms. And so I decided halfway through the renovation project, okay, that's it. We're going to take everything out of this room, which had been a bit of a storage space because eventually it will be our walk-in robe and we will store things like camping gear and also ski gear and all those things that you use only occasionally because we don't have a garage. And so we basically took everything out. My husband painted the entire room. We pulled up the carpet. We put in a bed. Me and my daughter actually painted the bed. So we did all these things in amongst this whole process of doing the studio renovation as well. And when I look back on that, I can kind of really see that that was probably a type of procrastination. The reason that I know that is because just this past week, I was saying to my husband, okay, that's it. We need to because my daughter then went back to her brother's room and said, no, we really need to sort this room out. 
and I was I had the plan in my head I thought okay we're going to take this chest of drawers from that room we're going to go and move it in there and I was kind of doing this uh, Rubik's Cube sort of shuffle of, okay, this thing is going to go into that room and we'll put that into my son's room so that then I can move that into another space. And it was like this big jigsaw puzzle that I was rearranging with all the furniture and all the things that needed storing so that that room could be solely for my daughter. And I had this, and just as I was explaining this to my husband, Daniel, he said, Natalie, I don't want you to do anything else. You just need to finish the studio. And I had that moment of realization. Oh, I'm doing it again. I'm kind of doing this thing where I feel like I'm being very productive and it's very important, but it's like, I really actually do need to focus on making all those final selections for the studio. And again, I was doing it going through all of my old magazines and I felt that, well, I'm getting all this extra research for the course so I can integrate it, all these articles that I have written over the past <clears throat> 10 years, <clears throat> excuse me, for all these different publications and interior publications that I've written on all these articles on renovating and research and home decorating. And I realized that, again, I wasn't actually making those final selections that I just preventing me from finishing it off. So if you are at the end of a project re that requires that last little push, then these are some of the things that I've been saying to myself this week to really help me get through it. And I hope that it helps you or it just gives you that little bit of encouragement and motivation if you are struggling with the last little bit of your project too. The first question that I have asked myself, and I'm doing this increasingly with all sorts of parts of my life, is what can I delegate to somebody else? Now, I do have somebody who is assisting me, and so there are certain things that I can give to her. But even so, I still struggle to do that. I still think, oh, I'll just do it myself. And it's just impossible to do everything myself and I'm just not getting any traction with anything. So I actually heard somebody um, say, I think it was on a podcast recently, and they said that you can either have control or growth. You can't have both. And I think that that is an idea very powerful that can apply to so many different areas of your life that you can control everything and do everything yourself or you can grow. You can grow personally because, you know, you actually free yourself of so many things, which means that you can focus on the things that you can add the most value to or the mo have the most enjoyment with. Or you can grow in terms of what you're capable of, of because you obviously have more time as well. And um, and it's something that I just keeps playing over and over in my own mind that you can have control or growth. You can't have both. So. If there is a way that you can delegate something to somebody else to help you get whatever you need to do, then I would highly recommend it. And there's all sorts of creative ways that you can do that as well. Um, the other thing that I've been sort of telling myself is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And this is something that I get into my head often. And I think I've got to do all the studio selections today. And I make it into this huge thing that feels kind of almost insurmountable. And it becomes this big barrier because I don't want to even start it because I know it's going to be such a big job. Now, instead, what I'm trying to say to myself is, okay, you need to 
select the kettle today. <laughs> you need to select the bed linen today. You need to select this thing. And while it might sound ridiculous that I haven't made those selections, I've been so caught up in so many other technical details in relation to the studio project that it has, they seem so simple that it's almost too hard to do because they are so simple. And I just think, oh, I can do that tomorrow. I can do that tomorrow. I can do that tomorrow. And now I'm fast running out of time. I know what I want to do. I just haven't actually physically done it. And like I said, these things are becoming bigger and bigger. And so I've turned it into a huge thing. And instead, I really just need to break it into smaller steps and go, okay, right now, this morning, I just need to do this one thing so I can tick that off my list. So that might help you to really focus on those smaller things, break your project into smaller bite-sized pieces, and then just tick those off one by one. Or like I said, see if you can delegate it to somebody else. Maybe they can write that email for you or, you know, narrow the selections for you or contact the company about the XYZ, whatever it is. The other one is, which is a big one for me as well, is to stop getting caught up on perfectionism. As I've mentioned before, I am a recovering perfectionist, but it definitely does creep into my work. And particularly when I'm kind of feeling a bit tired and getting, you know, kind of a bit worn down, it creeps in and it really starts to amp itself up. So where I'm struggling is that I want every single thing that I have in the studio, I've kind of got this sort of like dialogue in my head that it has to be, obviously I want it to be beautiful, but it has to be the most, you know, non-toxic, healthy product that you could possibly have, plus the most sustainable product that it could possibly be, plus not too expensive if at all possible, plus obviously, as I start, said, beautiful. Now, it's just not possible sometimes, and there's a compromise, and that's where I'm struggling is, for instance, there are some curtains that we've been trying to get hemp fabric. We've been chasing these people since October. It is now the end of January. They have only just told us that it didn't arrive in their order that they said it was going to arrive in. And so now we're having to find out something else. So I'm looking at my options. My options are I could get the same kind of linen as what I'm going to be using in the bathroom. That's more of a sheer fabric. So from a functional perspective, uh, point of view, it's not going to be as good as the fabric that I originally had. So I could do a canvas drop sheet, which I've done in my bedroom. But for this particular studio, you know, I'm really trying not to have products that are made in China or that they are, you know, I don't know like how they've been made or the process that's gone into making them. And so it's, um, you know, I, I don't know the whole backstory to getting, for instance, the canvas drop sheet from the hardware store, even though I know that that would be such a kind of good solution in so many ways. And then, you know, so I'm having to weigh up, but also it would be obviously a creative solution and it's a um, affordable solution and it would block out the light. So, you know, it's balancing up these things that I have in my own mind and I'm trying to make it everything and it just can't be everything. So something has got to give. And I just need to focus on finishing and choosing something that is going to, you know, be the best possible result given the time frame. And because I, I do have a deadline um, 
that I really do need to get it finished. It's not that I can just keep waiting, waiting, waiting. I actually have to finish this off. So to kind of get my final images and for the photo shoot. So it's, it's really interesting and that's what I'm working through right now. And, um, and I've sort of just been doing that process today and making those final selections so that I go, okay, this is what I need to do. And this is actually what's the most important thing right now. And, um, and also to, just to say to myself that a home is never completely finished, that, but it is important to create a good, strong foundation. And so that's what I'm focusing on now is to create that strong foundation that I can still adapt and tweak over time. The other thing that as I was actually just trying to um, find some images to put into an email to somebody, I saw a photo of what the studio looked like before we did any work on it. So basically when we moved into this property and it is incredible, the change in this space, you would never imagine it was the same space. And that actually gave me a little lift to feel that it's, you know, how far I had come. And I would really recommend to you to sort of ha have a look at a photo to see how far you've come on your own personal journey or, you know, look back if you're writing something and see, you know, maybe an early draft and to see how far you've come or if it was a website that you're designing or whatever it is that you're working on to kind of give yourself that encouragement to have that one last push that you are so close, you have come so far and you've just got this final few steps to go. And um, the other thing that I have just done as well is I've just put a little note on my wall to, which says, just finish it. So I'm just manifesting. I'm focusing on that to help me get through. So whatever it is that might help you, whether it's sticking an inspirational photo from the beginning of your project that inspired it in the first place or some words, you know, if you can stick them somewhere that you will see every day, whatever is going to help you to get over that finished line and to take a deep breath and just focus and really just like anything in life, just keep putting one step in front of the other and making one decision after another till you get to that finish line. So I hope that this helps you if you are at that stage in a project or you're kind of trying to get to that finish line on something else and um, and to know that it can happen. I have certainly done it in the past and I do find that even though there's part of me that wishes I don't didn't have a deadline, I, earlier on I was speaking to um, my husband and he reminded me that we had actually booked trips, uh, tickets for a holiday. This is on our very first renovation and we just, I think we basically stayed up all night to finish it off and I just remember how exhausted we were, but yet how, um, you know, great it felt to have finished it and to kind of have reached that point where we went, yep, this is it. And of course, afterwards, when we got back from our holiday, because um, we then rented it out for a period while we were away. And, um, and then when we got back, it was, um, you know, we added things and made changes and improvements, but to kind of had that one point where it was all finished, it was definitely worth it. So that is what I am doing right now. And I hope that that helps you if, if like I said, you're in those final stages too. Thank you so much. And I look forward to connecting again soon.
All of the links and info you need to access for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast and the people of the Bunchlong Nation where it was recorded. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint.